I want to come to you today, you know, talking about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, you know, the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? And and if you take a look around, you know, I, I, I working from home and and really having the time now to to get into the Word of God is so ironic. With the Gwen Shaw, this particular word for today actually is tying into the message today. Um, many of us have been seeing what's going on around the world, around the country, and there's a lot of religion going on. And and today we want to find out um, what what's all this turbulence that's going on. You know, um, many of us um, are being perplexed in our emotion about what's going on, but I want to let you know that God is not off guard and he is aware. He is aware. He is aware of what is going on in the earth realm and what is going on in your life. So I want to challenge you to the core um, this week of your belief system and, and, and challenge to see where you are with your in your walk with God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to pray that, that you will be um, elevated higher into the things of God as we understand um, what is going on. You know, uh, I like something what Miles Monroe said that 90% of all national and international problems facing our world today are the results of either government or religion. You know, there, there are many religion in the world today and, but there's one kingdom. <laughs> there's many religion in the world today, but there is one kingdom, which is the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom of God. And let me just put a side note, the kingdom of darkness. But I want to talk about the, the one and only true kingdom of God, because the enemy, which is Satan, is a copycat. Hallelujah. So there is the kingdom of God, which is the only kingdom that we should be representing. But the devil also have the kingdom of darkness. And sometimes we work for the oppositioner and don't realize that we're working for him. And don't sometimes realize that we're walking with him because of the words. You know, we can go back in Genesis um, we we realized 10 times in Genesis that God said something and it happened. Oh, my God. My God. If we go back to the, the beginning, which is the book. Remember, God is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and, and the end. But if we go back to the beginning, which is always full circle, everything comes back to the circle of life that we like to say, which will come back to the beginning. God said something and, and God want us, which are his people who are called by his name to begin to represent the kingdom by opening up our mouth and saying something. But there's a problem. Hallelujah. There's a problem in the earth realm and and you know what the problem is the the problem is religion 
And and religion is the most powerful force on the earth today. I'm going to say that again. Religion is the most powerful force on the earth today. And religion is defined as the adherence to a set of beliefs that regulate the moral, the social, and and ritualistic behavior of the individual. I'm going to say that again. Religion is defined as the adherence to a set of beliefs that regulate the moral, the social, the ritualistic behavior of an individual. And every person, sit back and you think about this. I'm going to challenge you to start really just Watch, be watchful and be mindful what's going on in the earth realm is will also reflect what's shifting in the realm of the spirit. There's a there's a lot of things that's that's being displayed. Remember, as it is in heaven, so as it is in earth. There's a shifting that has already shifted because God, Jesus is soon to come. So every person on earth ultimately is searching for two things. If you sit back in and, 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 and look, most of us are, are searching for two things, power and purpose. If I ask many of you on this prayer and devotional line, what's your purpose? And we talked about this. 90% of the Christian world, and this, pro- this is my statistic, will probably say, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what God want me to do. I don't know what Why am I here? Why he created me? Power and purpose. Matter of fact, they even got a show out called power because power put us in a position of authority. And from the beginning of time, Genesis chapter one, God has already given us power and authority. He gave, he's given us dominion. To run this, to run this place, to run planet Earth. And as we look for meaning of our existence and the power to control even our lives, think about it. We think we are in control of our lives and, our, and circumstances that comes our way. Matter of fact, power determines the future and predict the unknown. All of us want some type of power. And God has given us power and authority over the enemy. And sometimes as believers, we have become sensitized. Or I want to say desensitized. We don't know who we are. We become desensitized because we have been bewitched. We have we have become um, blinded. We have accepted the lie. 
And the one priority that God has set is for us to do, and that is to seek him. Matthew 6, 33, if you don't know that particular passage, you should have it in your spirit. You should be walking it, living it, eating it, talking it. Matthew 6, 33 is the beginning. It's God's first priority. It's for us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. But we've been seeking other things. We've been seeking power. And we've been seeking purpose. Some of us feel that we are insignificant because we haven't arrived. Or like I said, we measure ourselves up based on another person um, action or our image. You know, when President Obama became um, president, we had a lot of African-American children become start saying, I want to become a president. I want to become like President Obama because of the image. Some of us, you know, look at people who are rich like Bill Gates and and, uh, Oprah Winfrey and Donald Trump and we look at their money and we say, I want money like them. I want Donald Trump money. I want Oprah Winfrey money. I want I, I, I want that 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 status of life. In other words, the who's who's. So somewhere from the beginning of time to where we are, we all are seeking some type of power and purpose. Whether it's by religion, meaning having influence through t- traditional laws and theories. That's one way. Another way through politics, you see what's going on, using the power of influence today in the earth realm. Number three, whether it's by way of money, gaining control through material things. Number four, fame, being widely known and recognized by many people. Five, Notoriety, having fame enough to be widely known to the general public. Or six, recognition, easily being recognized and feeling important. Or seven, influence, your voice, your opinion, your views. You know, they're around here saying Black Lives Matters. Other people say all lives matter. The thing is, it's the kingdom of God. And the reason why we have all these matters because we don't know who we are. The love of God that shed abroad. My mother was sharing with me that someone said, it's not a skin problem, it's a love problem. My God. So those seven ways are some ways we seek power and purpose. And we can say that we also have um, 
ways that religions are the same. There are many gods in the earth realm today, but there's only one true living God. These religions, they all promise power to control life and circumstances. These religions, they all explain life and death. These religions, they all claim to have the truth, my God. These religions, they all claim superiority over all others. These religions, they all compare and compete with with each other. These religions, they all demand adherence to the particular belief system while denying others. These religions... They all motivate by contention and usually thrive in an isolated culture that excludes other segments of humanity. Y'all see it? You're not blind. And to me, this is just another trick of the enemy to confuse you about who you are. We read in Genesis 1.26 that God said let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. Dominion. Dominion over the fish of the sea. Dominion over the birds over the, of the air. Dominion over the cattle. Dominion over all the earth. Dominion over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. First of all, first of all, you and I are the first thing man was given by his creator was kingdom. We got to realize that God gave us kingdom to have dominion over. And guess what? This dominion that he gave us, it sets the framework for all the desires. For all the passions and activities of mankind. And it is the key to his fulfillment as well as personal and corporate peace. Let me give you something. The mandate of dominion validates your desire for power. And power is natural to the human spirit. (laughs) If you go back and read Genesis, the third chapter, it also talks about the fall of humanity as sin entered the world. And it shows that while Adam 
had the authority. Oh my God. Watch this. Adam, my God. Adam had the authority, but Eve had the influence. Hmm. I'm going to say that again. Adam had the authority, but Eve had the influence. We are in this place that we are in the world today because of man's kind disobedient. And it resulted in the loss of his dominion and kingdom. I said all of that to tell you today that God's original intent is for us to still have dominion here on this side of heaven. Dominion and kingdom. However, religion became the search vehicle that man created. Mm. I'm going to say this. Religion became the search vehicle that man created to find the kingdom. (laughs) My God. The kingdom of God. And Jesus came. Jesus preached the kingdom. He had kingdom messages. He preached the kingdom. And Galatians. Gives us where we are. Where we have been We have been bewitched. He said, oh foolish Galatians, who trick you? Who make you not obey the truth? God gave Adam the authority. He knew the truth. But yet he was influenced by a part of him which was the woe man, the woman with the womb. It's time for us to understand the kingdom of God. It's time for us to start talking kingdom. It's time for us to begin to walk in the power and the authority that God has given us. It's time for us to know who we are in Christ Jesus. What is kingdom to you? Do you know anything about kingdom? Do you have the characteristic of kingdom? Kingdom is a governing influence of a king over his territory. And it's impacting 
with personal will, purpose, and intent. Producing a culture, values, morals, and lifestyle that reflects the king's desire and the nature for his citizen. So we belong to the king, which is God. And we are to reflect him in the earth realm today, which is his image and his likeness. But somewhere between Genesis and Revelation, the enemy have desensitized us for not knowing who we are and our purpose. And this week, we're going to learn about God's kingdom and how we are to represent his kingdom, how we are to have dominion and power and authority here in the earth realm today. God is positioning us so we can be his voice print in the earth realm today. Listen, we are in the last days that when we say something, it shall happen. We're going to learn about the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. (laughs) And you're going to recognize. This is the time that we should be preaching and teaching. For people to repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But we don't even know who we are. And we don't even recognize the kingdom. And it's time for us. To understand. Who we are. And how to live. And don't be fooled. By the enemy. It's time for us. To understand. The purpose and God's original intent. And that's for us to have dominion, for us to have power and authority, not over each other, but power and authority over the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen.